We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Thursday, the ninth day of June, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, it's good to see you. How are you today? Healthy and alive. Uh, doing well. Had a uh, nice uh, interaction with the family yesterday. Had a birthday in the family. And yeah, that's good. Spent some that's time. We, uh, we ran a rerun yesterday. We reran our, our crypto phone uh, podcast that we did telling people about how they can retake their, uh, their digital independence. And would you believe that we did that a month ago? Time flies. Uh-huh. Especially when you're having fun that's, and we're having fun, right? Yeah. 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 Make the apocalypse fun, right? Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make the apocalypse fun. And I'm glad that you're healthy and alive. And the reason I'm glad you're healthy and alive means you're not suffering from SADS. Well, yeah, but uh, based on what you described it, it, it it's it's unknown. It just happens. Well, exactly. So, exactly. It's unknown, but it's good that you don't have yeah. it because you're yeah. still here. So well, that's what true. is SADS? That's true. Yeah. What is SADS? Well, SADS is an acronym. S-A-D-S. It's an acronym for, I'm going to try and do this with a straight face, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. They say that healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from a mysterious syndrome as doctors are seeking answers through a new national register. As they're seeking answers. Wow. You know, the the classically, you know, scientific minded ones, and I say classically because that's observational science. So what can we observe that's happened here recently? Because, you know, I, I don't remember this ever happening. Young people just all of a sudden dying. I remember acute cases, you know, they, you know, uh, rarely it happened, but not not so much that you're going to have a, an entire uh, uh, registry built on it to figure out what's going on. Um, so what's happened over the last few years that might have triggered that? Um, I, I, I can't come to any conclusion. Uh, no, can you? I, 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 I have no, no idea. I, I really can't. I, I can't. I can't quite put my finger on anything specific. I, I'm not sure what that would be. They say that people aged under the age of 40 are being urged to go out and get their hearts checked. You may potentially be at risk for having sudden adult death syndrome. SADS is an umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people. A 31-year-old woman hmm. who died in her sleep last year may have had SADS. Oh, last year. Interesting. Yes, last year. You know, yeah. uh, that's an interesting timing because, uh, you know, there was there was a paperwork. I, I don't know if these two are related at all, but um, there was some paperwork released here fairly recently, large amount of it. And in there, it was talking about how um, we all believed this this new miracle cure um, that was injected into your body um, would sit in the mus muscle tissue and then in the fat. And it wouldn't leave there. You know, your, your body would, uh, you know, effectively pull it from there over time. And, then, you know, your, your body would build the immunity to this. Um, what we found was is inside this paper. Yeah, that wasn't actually true. Within 48 hours, it entered your bloodstream uh, and it, um, it could cause things like clotting and, and the, the, those types of things. So interesting that, um, uh, you know, those two kind of seem to be happening about the same time period. We're seeing an increase in death and in healthy people 
I don't know. It's weird. Very strange. Yes, very strange. Uh, there's a young woman here who's pictured uh, age 31, found to have died in her sleep uh, while living with her two friends in Dublin, Ireland last year. Her mother told the Irish Mirror that they were all working from home, so no one really paid attention when she didn't come down for breakfast the next morning. They sent her a text at 1130, and when she didn't reply, they checked her room and found that she had passed. Her friend heard a noise from the room around 3.56 a.m. that morning and believes that that is when she passed away. She said that uh, her daughter went to the gym and she walked around 10,000 steps every day. She was very healthy. She's very healthy. Mm. She says, though, that she takes some comfort and that she went in her sleep and knew no pain. And she's grateful for that. She's always worried about kids driving in the car, but never saw this one coming. And she never thought she'd lose a child in her life. Hmm. You know, um, now, what? just, I, just I'm, not to gloss I'm, over this, not to gloss over this. Remember what Dennis Meadows said at the Club of Rome. I hope that it can be peaceful and that yeah. everyone can share in the experience. Without violence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Personally, I'm, um, I'm awake in those hours. And if you're working from home, I don't know. I don't know if you'd be awake in those hours normally, but anyway, um, that aside, uh, that was going to be my question that actually you, you said 31 year old. My first question was be, okay, was she overweight? You know, that, that, nope. okay. You know, that, nope. that I'll be, show you nope. a photo over Healthy. here. Hmm. I'll, I'll show you a photo over here. Um, she is the one on the right in the white blazer. Okay. Um, definitely not. Overweight? Not overweight. Um, looks very healthy. No, looks very looks healthy. Very, yeah. uh, very vibrant for her for her age. Mm -hmm. Thirty one years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, not somebody I would expect uh, falling over dead. No. Um, randomly. Um, that's usually we we usually categorize that as really old or very obese. Um, you know, or or other known problems, uh, if you will. But not someone that's healthy and going to the gym regularly. Mm -mm. This actually, on a side note, actually uh -huh. has me concerned for some of the people that we know. Oh, actually, yes. That, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, believe me. Fairly cross, believe me, it crosses my mind daily. Uh, okay, so moving right along from that, let's let's not spend any more time on that. You heard about the uh, the armed man outside of Justice Kavanaugh's home this morning? I did. Yeah, the uh, uh, twenty year old man from California. Uh huh. Why is it that uh, this that supposedly this, this suspect was carrying a gun and a knife when he was arrested? Um, uh, he was arrested in Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, he had said that uh, now, no charges have been filed at this point, uh, apparently. But he'd said that this is what I read this morning, that he told police that he was looking to do harm to the Supreme Court justice because of the uh, Roe versus Wade that was ex he was expecting it to be overturned. And so he was looking to to do harm to the to the justice. Uh, OK, so real quick. What is burglary tools? He said it says he had a gun, a knife and burglary. OK, tools. burglary tools. That could be a crowbar. That could be bolt cutters. That could be uh, lock picks, anything like that. Screwdriver, hammer. Um, yeah, screwdriver, any of that stuff. So basically, basically, it's just I, I, something they can tack a charge onto if they don't have anything else. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, just, I'm a bit skeptical. After Gretchen Whitmer, after January sixth, uh -huh. after all these things, uh, I'm, I'm a bit skeptical. The school shooting. Speaking of skeptical, the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Just a second on that one. Now, 
I'm not going to be one of these weirdo conspiracy theorists and say, oh, yeah, that's a big government plot and all the rest of that stuff. I'm not going to go down that road because nearest I can tell that was a legitimate shooter in a school that did happen. But here's my question. Here's a kid. Now, just as, as an investigative mindset, I'm looking at this, right? It's always easy to play Monday morning quarterback. But if I were the guy that were tasked with investigating this, first of all, you have the school district's and the local police departments that have shut down the investigation, as in they will not talk to anybody. Why? That's a red flag right there. When they're not talking to anybody, that's a red flag. That's the first question I have. The second question I have, here's a kid who is mentally not there. I'll just put it that way. He's he's distressed. Unstable. He's, he's unstable. Yeah. He's depressed. He's got anxiety. He's got social issues, all the rest of it. You know, all the telltale Ang- signs. Anger, anger issues yeah. as well. Yeah. Terrible, broken home that he comes from. He goes in there. With an AR-15 that he got legally, I'm doing the air quotes, legally, right? His grandfather, who he lived with, or at least one of the people he lived with, is a felon. So there's not going to be a gun in that house. He supposedly, the kid supposedly, has a felony charge, so he can't legally own a gun, but yet he somehow legally got an AR that, by the way, costs around, oh, anywhere between two and $5,000, depending on what you have on it. And this thing was fully decked out. And it wasn't just one gun he had, by the way. Yeah, it, it was he, a couple. He had two others in the truck. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's driving the truck. Where'd he get the truck? Where'd all this money come from? He supposedly walked in there with, what was it, like 20 magazines? Where did all this money come from to do this? I know that when I was an 18-year-old kid, I didn't have that kind of money. I don't think anybody in my family had that kind of money. Where'd the truck come from? Who owned the truck? You can run the tag and this and the and the VIN number on the truck and find out who it belongs to. I don't know too many people that come from the kind of background that he came from with that kind of a vehicle. And then you've got all this ammunition he went into the school with, like a 20 magazines or whatever it was, and then all these guns that you're going to spend upwards, and I'm just being generous here, upwards of about 10,000 on three three guns like that that you supposedly got legally that you can't even have in a home where you've got a felon living. So that's not even possible. So where where did all of this come from? That's my question. When I was 18 years old, I didn't have that kind of money. And quite frankly, nobody in my family, and we weren't we weren't poor per se. I mean, we weren't rich, but we weren't poor. We certainly didn't have that kind of money to be throwing around. Those are my questions. Now, I do feel for the parents that lost children in that incident, of course, you have to. But the other questions I have, why were the parents out in the parking lots screaming at the police officers to get in there? Why were they put in handcuffs? Why didn't they go in there? Do you know that the protocols in the United States at the federal level, at the federal level, meaning it affects all 50 states, the protocols in America for school shootings changed after Sandy Hook, after the Sandy Hook school shooting. And what changed? I'll tell you what changed. Officers that respond immediately enter the building and deal with the shooter. That it's didn't always happen. assumed it's an active shooter now. Exactly. Exactly. That's because of Sandy Hook. That's what changed. That is the law enforcement standard across the board in America. And that did not happen. And now they're not talking to anyone. They're not cooperating with any more investigations. Why? And you've got gun control and common sense red flag gun laws ready to come in. Huh. You have other instances of uh, people that had arrived there with their own firearms. There was uh, an individual that had witnessed the truck crashing. He did an interview on, was it like MSNBC or something? Like it was a left wing media. And he's like, look, 
I'm, I'm not going to stay quiet any longer. Law enforcement can't force me to stay quiet any longer. He's like, uh, I saw the truck crash. I seen that he had a gun and he turned to his, the, his coworkers and was like, he has a gun run. And he started shooting at them. Um, and then uh, basically he was, he, I believe his um, uh, one or two of his kids were there at that school as well. Um, he told his wife what was going on. His wife went and grabbed the gun for him and brought it to him, and he was going to go take care of the problem, because the police weren't. Uh, there, were, there was another interview I seen of a, a woman that had uh, multiple kids there. Uh, she actually has a felony on her record, and she's on probation for 10 years. I don't recall probation happening for 10 years, but uh, uh, okay. Anyway, whatever the case is, uh, they originally arrested her, and she was like, you know, you, you can't, this is unlawful, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so they, they finally released her because it was, it, it came down the chain. Yeah. You can't hold, you can't detain her like this. So they released her. She immediately went into the school. The gunshots were still going off and she got her kids out of there and helped get other classrooms out of there. Uh, and, and law enforcement were chasing her into the building to try to get her to stop. And yet they couldn't go into the building to stop the kid. Um, the, the, the stuff that went on here is, is, um, the other thing is, is the marshals said they were there. Uh, the timeline they gave when they were there and the timeline that the woman talks about when the marshals were there, they don't exactly align with one another. It, 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 it looks like the marshals were there much earlier uh, in that shooting than uh, than what they said. And that may be the case. It may not be. I don't know. You know, it, it, timelines, you know, when you're recalling them, to be fair, can going off a of memory, you can misremember something. But. Uh, nonetheless, uh, it was supposedly the marshals that told the law enforcement, you can't hold her or, uh, something, something to that effect in the, in the interview. Um, nonetheless, they knew about him beforehand. They knew about the kid beforehand back in 2019. They removed him from, uh, being tracked. You know, they, they stopped watching him back in 2019. You have the 16 year old angst of, uh, the lockdowns and everything at the same time. And then he goes and does this. Everything is a perfect storm. The, the, the law enforcement, the, the federal, whatever, government, they may not have been involved in setting this up uh, directly. And, and like this may not be like a federal agent or whatever, and they intentionally did this, uh, but they set, they set all the dominoes in place. And they just allowed the little, they just gave it a little nudge. And the kid did everything on his own. Like, it, 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 uh, but they set everything up. Like Buffalo. It came out that the shooter in Buffalo that they're exploiting to for this. It came out that the shooter in Buffalo was part of a chat room that had an administrator that was run by a former FBI agent. Yeah, that's um, yeah. We see you. That's the problem. The thing is, <laughs> we see you. But the thing is, is at this point, I think they know that we know. And yeah, they, it, do. It, they don't care. No, they, they don't. don't care. They're just brazen about everything now. All right. I want to switch over. I, I could go further into that and we could sit here and we could discuss that and talk about this whole gun thing. I, I really don't want to do it because that's exactly what the, it's a political football and I'm tired of throwing it. Just spike the damn thing already and be done with it. DHS has issued a national terrorism advisory bulletin, whatever. They say that they're going to increase their blah, blah nonsense across their partnered communities and they're going to partner with law enforcement and all the rest of it. Go do whatever you're going to do. You people are useless. That is the most useless organization on the planet today is the Department of Homeland Security. Outside of other entities such as the European Union, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and the Chinese Communist Party. DHS is right up there with them. I would I would argue that they're not useful to the American public, to the American people, but they are very useful as uh, a government official. 
That's true. That is true. Yeah. And they're very useful when it comes to, say, for example, aiding a foreign government and suppressing our own people. They're very good at that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And hiding. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce, do you feel like the lockdowns were successful in the West with COVID? Define successful. Successful. Because on one hand, I I do agree. And on the other well, hand, Oh, yeah, they, they were successful for, you know, breaking the economy and demoralizing people and everything else from the standpoint of like Klaus Schwab and the governments and things like that and the corporations, these people and the banks. Yes, they I, were, I think they were successful for what they were intended to be. Yes. 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 Uh, were they in, successful in what they said? No. Do you think they're going to try and bring them back? Yes. Yes. OK. This is interesting because we heard stirrings last year of... Hey, wait a minute. We had these for COVID. Can we have these for the climate? Can we have climate lockdowns? No one was traveling and it was it was great. It, we saved all those emissions and, and we didn't have all the extra energy and and the uh, the noises in the city was uh, they, they were all down and it was peaceful and it was quiet and and you weren't living and you weren't making noise. And it was it was wonderful. Didn't Gates talk about this? Didn't he say something about like you would have to do this 10 months out of the year for 10 years I or believe something? So. Wasn't, I, yeah. I believe so. And I think you referenced that that paper at one point in time, several times last year, uh, about how we would literally have to be shut down. Or, no, no, I'm sorry. We would only be open 90 days a year. Every other day we would have to be closed. As in like COVID hard lockdowns, COVID style hard lockdowns all for all but 90 days a year. And you also have to do the green initiative and, yes. you know, go to yeah. renewable energies, get, get rid of uh, and oil and gas and yeah. Eat bugs and drink sewage water and, and eat weeds. Yeah, yeah. Eat bugs. Yeah, eat cricket yeah, bread, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 3D printed plant steaks from Bill Gates and and drink that uh, bio milk. Yeah, you've heard about the bio milk, M I L Q. Yeah, bio milk that he wants to get off the ground. Uh, and he's invested in that with um, Marty's favorite person, Sir Richard Branson. He's he started those uh, those firms to to create that. So that's going to be great as well. This is something I caught today. Ireland. Ireland is planning. The, pay very close attention to this. Ireland is planning COVID style lockdowns. In the event of fuel shortages, are we seeing fuel shortages? Are we seeing an increase in fuel prices that are going to cause fuel shortages? The European Union today, today, an unelected group of bureaucrats that no one voted for today decided arbitrarily that they will ban all gasoline powered vehicles, all diesel powered vehicles, internal combustion engines, period, internal combustion engines of all types. That is industrial, that is commercial, that is personal, that is agricultural by the year 2035 with absolutely positively nothing to replace it with. Think about that. Did uh, did we just look at the oil and gas? Because I remember pulling this up and looking at crude oil and talking about the price of it. Uh, I don't remember if it was we did it last time we were on or if I did this with family because I, I, I talked politics with family. We were too. discussing this privately after we were discussing it post when we when we Maybe finished what it was. with Marty. Yeah. Um, well, since then, it's gone up. Uh, crude oil has gone up another four dollars since then. Yes. The Irish state is planning on re-implementing COVID style lockdown rules. Should the Ukraine crisis cause a fuel shortage? Well, you got to blame it on something, right? They're, they're telling you what they're doing. They're, yes. they're telling you we're going to shut down again and we're going to claim it's oil. 
that that, that that's what they're saying. Why would you? They're not that? saying if. But we're already self rationing anyway because of the price. We're already doing that. So this isn't going to make things any better. They're going to make it to where you can't move. If you can move, that means you have choice. If you have choice, that means you have independence. If you have independence, that means, oh my God, you have freedom. We can't have that. According to leaks described by the Irish Independent, officials have wargamed implementing compulsory work-from-home orders for non-essential workers. Here we go with that again. Limits on so-called non-essential travel. Now it's non-essential travel. And strict speed limits on highways should the supply of diesel dry up as part of what has been described as a confidential high-level planning exercise. That means they're going to do it. How's this going to work? Let's take a look. Fuel rationing and a limiting of when certain vehicles can be filled at gas stations were also reportedly discussed at the secretive meeting, with delegates at the event being asked to plan for three different fuel shortage scenarios with various severity. Oh, their lives aren't going to get affected. They're still going to shuttle their fat asses around in their armored limousines. You can believe that. Speaking at the event, the head of one of the organizations present at the meeting said that while there is supposedly little chance of any serious fuel shortages occurring as a result of ongoing international tensions to do with Ukraine, planning for a possible fuel shortage in the future is prudent, which again means they're going to do it. While it remains highly unlikely that we will experience a reduced supply of fuel, it is prudent that we and the government engage in emergency planning. So there you go. Italy, by the way, has already said that they are beginning the rationing of air conditioning. They're limiting public buildings being able to use it, and government offices and schools should endure artificially induced temperatures of no less than 77 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 25 degrees Celsius. Uh, you know, have you tried to sleep in that kind of temperature? It's miserable. It's miserable. It's it's hell. It, it's absolute hell. Uh, the rationing came weeks after the country's president, uh, unelected Mario Draghi, told the public that they had to make a choice between air conditioning or peace, meaning Ukraine. Air conditioning or peace. Yes. Or, huh. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I'm 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 a filthy American. As I've said before, uh, I, okay, the the stuff going on in Ukraine, we should absolutely try to help uh, the refugees uh, pass that arms shipments and and whatnot going over there. Um, this is kind of uh, a civil war that was in the making for a while. This has been rumbling for a while. So there's a problem with those arms shipments. I don't know if you heard this or not, but it's recently come to light in the last couple of days that well, those arms shipments they're not making it to Ukraine. Which is funny. I had heard some of the, the, the ones that were making it to Ukraine were damaged goods. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like we did with Chiang Kai-shek against Mao Zedong back in the day. We gave him guns that didn't work. The shipments got lost. Oh, sorry. Uh, we didn't mean to ship those arms to you without firing pins. Huh. It's a real shame that happened. Yeah. And and the other one, uh, we, we shipped off uh, this, this missile system uh, over there. Uh, the ones that could potentially reach Russia. And Russia's like, if any of those land in our territory, they're not going for Ukraine. They're not going to crack down on Ukraine. They're going to crack down on the West and start lobbing nukes. Now, that is probably just saber rattling, but you have an old dude up there that has health problems that um, really doesn't have anything to look forward to. Uh, either he shows himself strong or one of the oligarchs may um, off him and take his place. So. He, he's kind of uh, kind of at a rock and a hard place. He doesn't really have a good out, if you will. 
There, there's no, you know, this is something that uh, diplomacy, typically in diplomacy, you would, you would give them a way out, right? In diplomacy, you, you, you typically want to give them an option to, um, uh, decelerate or, or to, to, um, you know, disengage to, you know, kind of ease off. What kind of option are we giving Russia to ease off? The short answer to that is none. But even if we were to offer, I don't think that it would be enough. And the reason I say that I don't think it would be enough is because of what we were, what we're going to discuss tomorrow. I hope, uh, if Bruce can get to the paper I sent him today, if he's not too busy, then that's what I want to discuss tomorrow. Because to answer your question, the short answer to that is is no. But to answer your question, if what is in that paper is correct, no amount of bargaining that we offer to Russia is going to make that conflict stop. And the people here that are doing the whole, you know, Ukraine flag, rah, rah, all that stuff, you know, the, the corporations and Schwab and all these people, the ones that are parading Zelensky around, they all know that because who's really funding that war over there in Ukraine? I'll give you a hint. It's not the Russians. Uh, We're gonna I'll go throw ahead and... in another little hint. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's yeah, go uh, ahead. same color of flag. Well, Russia's previous flag and uh -huh. this country's flag, same color. Uh -huh. Uh-huh. You're not wrong, sir. Like I said, we'll discuss that tomorrow. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here a little bit early today because Bruce has got some technical things going on on his side, and it's been a very busy day where I am. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here a few minutes early, but rest assured we will be back tomorrow. So for those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. If you know someone you're trying to wake up, you know someone you're trying to get to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce, thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.